I'm Kathy Zaka. Hi, I'm Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your hosts today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today we'll be talking about Rhema, which means the spoken word of God. Yes, and we have a special guest with us today. It is our wonderful Bible study teacher that we have mentioned a few times in our previous podcast or episodes. And her name is Lorna Helm. Ham, does that say it right? You did. All right. <laughs> welcome, Lorna. Hello. <laughs> And our scripture for today is from Romans ten seventeen. It says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. That's good. All right. We're excited and thankful to have Lorna with us. And before we start talking about Rhema, we would like our audience to get to know Lorna just a little bit. And we also want to talk about this year's Awaken Bible Study that will be starting really soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Welcome, Lorna. <laughs> we are so happy to have you with us today. And we would just like you to tell us a little bit about yourself. For example, are you married? How many children and grandchildren do you have? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Thank you. So I am married to Chuck, um, my best friend. Mm-hmm. So we That's will awesome. be married 37 years this December. Wow. We have three grown married children, married to amazing spouses. That's so good. Um, all answered prayers, mm-hmm. for sure. They all love and serve the Lord in different ways. We're so, so very blessed. And then we have seven grandchildren, wow. um, ages 16 months to eight years old, and another one on the way. And you but, wouldn't think it if you saw her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. And this little one is due in April, so we're very excited. Wow. That's exciting. So can you tell us a little bit about your church background and anything else that you'd like to share with us today? Absolutely. So I grew up in a Southern Baptist church. Um, Chuck and I actually grew up in the same church. Wow. And after we were married, we continued being a part of the Baptist church, Um, Not too long after we were married, we started having some marital issues um, Uh that grew to be quite significant over time, um, some real rough, rough places Mm -hmm. in our marriage. So uh, one day um, during this time, and I can remember it vividly, where I was sitting, what I was wearing, what I was doing, time of year, all of it, um, I prayed a a simple prayer, but um, heartfelt for sure. Yeah, And it was, Lord, give me a hunger for your word. And from that moment on, God created an insatiable hunger in me to dig deep into his mm. word, whether it's word studies, topics, um, just it goes on and on and on. Um, and one of the th- other things that the Lord birthed in me at this time was a curiosity and, and also questions about Holy Spirit, Um, Something that had not been discussed or taught um, in the denominational church that I was in at the time or or the one that I'd been brought up in. So short version, uh, God eventually had us leave that denominational church and begin attending a non-denominational church, which I, (laughs) to this day, refer to it as the Word Church. Um, (laughs) It's uh, where the Lord really began revealing the truth of so many things in His Word. That pastor was just amazing. He he brought to life just the importance of, of not only knowing the Word, but also using it. 
And he had this phrase, it didn't matter if we were sitting across from him in a counseling session or from the pulpit. He was, the word works. That was his phrase. And 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 since then, the Lord has definitely led us on a, a very fun eventful path yes Mm -hmm. he has for sure and can you tell us why you started doing the bible study what led you to do it and why it's called awaken yes ma'am so in the spring of 2014 uh, nine years before there was an actual formal bible study was a very lonely and isolated time in my life and it was by choice Mm -hmm. so we had left the texas hill country after 25 years to move to the dfw area and get closer to our three children none of which were married at that time but and so the reason um, for most of my loneliness and isolation was I was experiencing was all due to this mental real estate that I had given the enemy in my head. Um, mm-hmm. wow. I even knew better. <laughs> right. I knew what was happening because prior to our moving here, we had attended that words church that I had mentioned earlier and where that pastor, that teacher had stressed the importance of knowing the word and using it as the sword, the weapon to fight with on that mental battleground in my life. So, but um, due to my past, my husband and my past, sometimes I would allow the enemy to keep replaying those old tapes in my head that were causing in turn more and more secure insecurities and worthlessness and, you know, how the enemy does. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. he's done that to all of us. And yeah. It kind of stinks, doesn't it? Yes. Uh. And during that time, I spent hours studying, reading, digging in the Word and listening to Bible teachers that I trusted were speaking the truth and also challenging me, you know, because remember I had prayed for that hunger. Yeah, and so yeah. it was just always there. I was always wanting more. And so one day as I was praying and the Lord actually gave me a word I, in my spirit, I heard it and it was awaken. And I knew he was telling me he wanted me to awaken to some new things. Um, he was showing me and to step into a journey that he wanted to take me on. So Interesting enough, you know how the Lord does, um, at the same time that all this self-imposed isolation was occurring, I was doing some nutritional coaching from home on the phone. And looking back now, I definitely see God orchestrated it all. It was definitely a divine appointment that he connected me with a student that went to SMU who in turn connected me to a friend of hers at SMU who in turn connected me to her mom. And it was this mother that I started having coaching calls with, and she, I could tell she was a Christian. She just very freely talked about the Lord. But Mm -hmm. one day she opened up, she just started sharing with me issues that her son was having. And um, I told her one of the testimonies. (laughs) We had many (laughs) (laughs) testimonies of victories that the Lord had brought our family through, one specifically dealing with my my son that was about the same age. And I challenged her to use scriptures the Lord had caused me to learn at that word church as her sword Mm -hmm. to fight with. Awesome. Yeah, it was was amazing how he just intertwined all that. So one day, not long after this, this same woman invited me to her friend's book signing that she was hosting at her house. And I heard myself say yes over the phone. (laughs) And now I had never met this woman. It had just been on the phone, right? And like I said, remember, I self-isolated and I was a hermit pretty much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so... 
I was driving across DFW. I drove up to her house, and all the time I'm going, Lord, what am I doing here? (laughs) I was very nervous. And just, (laughs) I, you know, like this is not me. I don't, I don't go to places where I don't know people, right. you know, and, yeah. and, and any of that. So, um, out of the box. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> out of the God box. was stretching you. Most definitely. Yeah. So once I got there and got in they, these women, they were so welcoming, so friendly. And I had met none of them. I talked to this, the hostess on the phone. She was so loving t- with me and just, I just felt very welcomed. And so we enjoyed this lovely lunch on her back patio and, you know, there was about, I guess, about 10 of us sitting around and the author was actually sharing something she had just read or heard that I had just read or heard. And mm-hmm. so we were conversing back and forth and then I began listening to her again. And all of a sudden, this had never happened to me before, I see like these spotlights shining on a few of the women's heads and I'm sitting there silently to myself going, what, what is that? <laughs> you know, so that was like a vision. Yeah, well, What's now I know on? it was yeah. a vision. <laughs> back then, that had never happened to me before. Mm-hmm. And so, on the way back home, you know, I'm just saying, Lord, what, what was that? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, a few days later, a couple weeks later, I don't know, this woman uh, called me back and said that a few of her friends had some questions about Holy Spirit. And would I come back to her house just for a much more casual lunch and let's just sit around in the kitchen and let me share and if they could just ask me questions. And again, I hear myself saying yes <laughs> over the phone. And I got there that day and walked into the kitchen and sitting around that table were those same few women that had had the spotlights oh, that's on so their awesome. head. I mean, is mm-hmm. that just, it was, that was anointed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was and um, when long after that, she asked if I would consider leading a Bible study for that little group. And I again said, okay. <laughs> and, um, and so the, preparing for that, the Lord told me to name that Bible study Awaken, Awaken to Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And and we have used that name Awaken to, you know, ever, ever since. Whatever mm-hmm. the Lord leads you to yep. that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you tell us, Lorna, how the topics change each year and the process you have in getting prepared to hear what the Holy Spirit wants to teach us? The process. Yeah. So um, part of that process is trust and belief to get in a place of, or, or better yet, stay in a place of faith. You know, the Lord gave me a word during a prayer time in October of 2016, and a gentle but very firm word, <laughs> and it was equip the saints. And he said, equip the saints for the war in the heavenlies. A war will surely win, but a war means a fight. Lorna, and he said my name. He's like, Lorna, I need you to fight. And so he's reminded me several times not to turn from this or forsake his assignment he's given me of equipping the saints. Um, You know, as as life has gotten a bit trickier this past year, he's had to remind me and even at one point encourage me through others, one with specifically a very timely word given to me this summer from someone at a conference that had no idea I was struggling and wrestling <laughs> with, do I continue? Do I need to awesome. take a sabbatical? Yeah. But I know 
in my heart that my part is just to say yes, sir, and to do that trust and belief that he will do his part. If he's done the calling, then he has to do the the filling in the blanks, right? Mm -hmm. So his part is to give me the path or the direction, the focus that he wants this group to go on, mm-hmm. you know, that for that next year. So a couple of ways that he tends to lead me or the way he's wired me to pick up <laughs> on what he's leading mm-hmm. as part of that process is he will birth a particular curiosity in me, like an area to read or study right. about. And because of the call, I know he has for me that reading or studying that he has me do I know it's not just for me you know like I know it's for the group right so mm-hmm. or it's that discernment yeah like mm-hmm. you have discernment yes between. yes that's good and I'll begin hearing some, so it could also work this way I could begin hearing or seeing the same type of thing from multiple areas or places you know something someone says or a teaching I randomly hear you know and after about the third or fourth repeat <laughs> Yeah. I'll pick up on what he's directing me to focus on. So there's been a couple of times that he's actually birthed a curiosity in me, led me to start reading, digging into some material. And even sometimes I know it, that it's not necessarily time yet to maybe share that or teach that to the whole group. This year is an actual example of that. You know, probably three years ago, he began this stirring, this curiosity, these questions within me that I kind of started dabbling in, in researching, looking, reading a little bit and trying to put some pieces together. But I, I knew definitely, you know, it wasn't the right time. Mm-hmm. But this summer, you know, he's had me. Now's the time. Yeah, so, I love that. Yeah. Well, you know, the resources you give us each time are totally mind blowing. So how do you choose them? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. And it gave me cause to stop and ponder and think about that. So um, I, the answer is different ways. So the first year I knew the topic was supposed to be to introduce the ladies to Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so in Holy Spirit's gifts, Holy Spirit's language. But I also wanted a book for us to read and discuss together alongside the book, the Bible. Mm-hmm. So Chuck and I poured over books in a Christian bookstore until he spotted one. And as we looked through it, we were just like, okay, this is the one. Right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And so... But other times, maybe I'm on a pursuit of a topic that he has me digging into, and I and I look to who I consider to be a trusted leader of the word, or I'm sorry, not leader, but teacher of the word, mm-hmm. um, to see if maybe if they if they've authored a book, you know, on that topic, or also you know listening to different platforms, whether it's YouTube or something, and I hear a teacher and they refer to a a, a book or something that they've gleaned there you know, information and, mm-hmm. and growth from. So there's been a couple of years where he's directed us actually not to use an additional book, just pretty much stay with the Bible, right. you know, but he always directs. Right. So, yeah. Right. That's good. You know, I love how you always discern what God's speaking to you on the things we need to read or watch because it's always so powerful. Yeah. Thanks. Yes, I agree. When does our next Bible study start and end, Lorna? 
It's coming up very soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're excited. <laughs> yeah, we are. Me too. Me too. So this year's study will begin Wednesday, September 21st, of course, the year 2022, through Wednesday, May 10th of 2023. And wow. we start gathering at 11.15 in the morning, and we close promptly at 1.30 p.m., and we will be meeting at Testimony Church in Louisville, Texas. So I like to always say that we're not affiliated with that church, but mm-hmm. one of our ladies attends there and they have graciously above and beyond let us use one of their rooms Open the to doors. meet. Yes. yes. So, so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So can anybody just join this Bible study? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. So such a, you know, what I like to say is such a wonderful culture that the Lord has created. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike anything I've ever seen or ever experienced myself. So the women come from many different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. In fact, that first year when we met, we had Baptist, we had Methodist, we had Catholic, Messianic Jew, non-denominational, we had it all. Wow. And even after these past eight years, we still have a very eclectic group of backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So everyone fits in. And the only qualifier that I would say is you need to be someone who's really wanting to dig, um, not just sit and be spoon fed, Mm -hmm. but really desire to learn, you know, because you're hungry. Yeah. 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 I want to touch on that just a little bit. This Bible study is not like most other Bible studies, at least not any I've ever attended. And I've done a bunch of them. Uh, Lorna is right when she says you will need to dig. So if you're one of the many people that are questioning what's going on around the world, and you have a deep desire to learn God's word that will take you to a level you've never experienced before, then this Bible study is for you. Mm-hmm. You have to dig deep to find treasure, right? Right. And there is yeah. abundant treasure to be found in this study. Laura and Susan, either one of y'all have anything you want to add about this? Yeah, I just want to say I remember um, when I first joined, and it was in the fall, and I was going through the paperwork. I received the study packet for that week. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, whoa. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but when I took it home and did the digging... And came back, I just even was amazed by how much we covered in that hour of Bible study. Like, there wasn't enough time to go over it all. But the point was not to go over all of it. It was just for our own spiritual growth. It's, and the, it's the individual work that you do yes. doing your homework that you're discovering the track. Yeah, the revelation mm-hmm. and the transformation mm-hmm. starts happening. Mm-hmm. It's just really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And for me, it was really good because... Coming like Lorna, I came from a Baptist, Southern Baptist, you know, denominational, right. logos background. And to be introduced to the things of the Holy Spirit, even though I had experience with the Holy Spirit, there were more things that I needed to discover. And to be able to get into that and to open the door freely in my heart to it, to the things of the Holy Spirit, this was a good study for me because it got me in the Word, exposed the Word and the Rhema Word, you know that let me say yes in my heart. Like, I came into agreement with this. Like, this is, I can grasp this. I can understand it. I can receive that. And it wasn't in your face. It's, hey, you got to do it our way. It wasn't like that. It was very gently introduced into my heart. And really, it was, again, Lorna receives everything from the Holy Spirit to what to teach. So again, it was orchestrated for me to be there. And to be able to be taught by the Holy Spirit, like I had been at home, right. but here in a group setting, so I could transition and be ready, like like the Lord told her, to equip the saints. Yeah. 
right. and, mm-hmm. and to be ready to war in the heavenlies. And I needed this study to help me get equipped and be ready, ready to, to serve go. And to serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out, too, that you don't have to, um, there's no level of your knowing. No. You just, oh, if, right. you're, if you're ready to learn it and dig, mm-hmm. You just come in. You just come. You'll catch it. The Holy Spirit will catch you up. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. He just has yeah, his own thing. Absolutely. So just just know that there is no, you know. You like have Lorna to, said, we've, we're all from different backgrounds. Right. Every, uh, lots of different denominations. But the Holy Spirit gets us all on the same page, yeah. which yeah. is so He's beautiful. Dead. It is. He yes. orchestrates it all. Yes. He does. All right. Well, how do we join this wonderful Bible study? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you live in the DFW or surrounding areas, because we have ladies from the east and the west and the north and the south, some drive, I know, over 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But it's because of what God's been orchestrating among these women, right? So come and join us on September 21st. You know, I, I always like to say, like, just try us on. Try mm-hmm. us on and see if we're a good fit for you. Yeah. It's and it doesn't have to be. It's not a good fit for everybody. Right. And that's okay. Right. But you gotta try it on first. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And if you do not live in the area, you can find us on MeWe. So that's a platform, like a social media type platform if you haven't heard of it. And it just you download the app from your app store and you and it's free, well, right? It's a oh, free it is app. free. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is free. And just run a search for awaken to live and that means that awaken the numeral two and live and just request to join and then someone from our leader team will reach out to you and then you will be added to the group and once you're added then you will get to see the the post that we make there on that platform uh, it'll give you the zoom invite if if you you know you can't attend um, our home activities are posted there, handouts that you would need to bring with you to the Bible study. And even that we always post the lesson videos there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you had to miss a week, you could always catch up. Catch up. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. And I also want to say, if you have any questions or need any help with signing up for the MeWe app, you can email us here at puretruthpodcast3, well, that's the numeral, the number three, at gmail.com. And one of us will help direct you or answer questions that you might have. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to the Awakened Bible study. Can you tell us what you'll be teaching on over this next year? A little hint? A little hint. A little hint. Yes, yes, yes. So it is going to be called Awaken 2 and His Story. So I know we've all seen this, but if you see the word history, you know, the word His Mm -hmm. Story is Mm -hmm. in there. So we'll play on words there. But yes, Awaken to His Story. So... The hint. Much more that there's just much more that the Lord is uncovering that has been there all along, mm-hmm. all along, but now He's peeling it back for a deeper, more extensive look into some things. And, you know, I'm just going to say it's probably going to be some discomfort a little bit, maybe, and some challenge <laughs> of what we think we know or what we understood. But that's one reason he gives us Holy Spirit, right? He's mm-hmm. the comforter. When so when he, we're in a place of discomfort, he will bring comfort. So in Proverbs twenty two two, you know, it says it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search it out. And Hosea four six, my people 
are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And it's those first two words, my people. He didn't say just any people. He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I do sense this is going to be a year filled with quite a few. I call them head tilts. (laughs) Um, And God is going to really stretch us. But I know the Lord has been stretching me. And I've had several head tilts on this recent passive study he's had me on. But I've just also had a lot of, con- I mean, I've asked very specifically for confirmation and even got some more just even yesterday. So I know and I know. You know that you're supposed to do we're, this. We're supposed to do this. You we're, know, what comes to my mind is perfect love casts out all fear. Yeah. yeah. So at the more you do a deep dive into the Lord and into mm-hmm. the things of the Spirit, yeah. um, you know, His perfect love shows you the truth. And yes. it casts out any fear Amen. that you have, right? Yes, yes. yes. So, I mean, I, from my own experience, when you say head tilt, I'm going, bring it. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm ready. Let's yes. go. Yes. Well, it sounds challenging and exciting. And yes. I want to just go back real quick. You said Proverbs, and I think you meant to say 25 too. What did I say? You said 22 too. I am so I just sorry. know that there's going to be people out yes. there going, no, no, no. Yes. That's wrong. Thank Incorrect. You. Thank you. I actually caught that. I've yes, done that a couple times. 25 too. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, if anyone that's listening wants a Bible study that will change how you think about God, that will challenge you in a good way, or if you're seeking answers to this craziness that's going on in our world, then this Awaken Bible Study is for you. Mm-hmm. We want to take a few moments here to talk about how each of us came to join Awaken and the impact it's had on our lives, and I'll go first. So my deep, my deep search for a more intimate relationship with God started at the beginning of 2020. So soon after that, COVID hit, and for several months after that, I would say from about March to June of that year, 2020, I felt that God was calling me to something, but I wasn't sure what it was. So I just continued to pray about it. And I felt this impression to contact someone that I used to work with a long time ago. And I had not talked to this person in years, and I thought it was odd that she kept coming to my mind. Mm -hmm. I knew that she was a Christian, but I didn't know where her relationship with God was. And it was like, you know, what would I say to her, God? Like, hey, I felt like God was telling me to give you a call. What's up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, you know, I ignored it. I didn't I didn't know what to say. And I'm I'm kinda like everybody at this table, I'm kind of an introvert. And you know, so I just kinda keep to myself. Um, but you know, out of nowhere, she messaged me three months after about after I ignored her for about three months, she messaged me on Facebook <laughs> and ended That's up calling wild. her. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Yeah. To God, it was a whole t- totally divine. Right. I ended up calling her the next day and I revealed all that was on my heart about wanting a deeper relationship with God. And then I knew deep down something wasn't right in our world. And she said, girl, I've got the perfect place for you to be. <laughs> and she told me about Awaken. So I contacted, you know, just like Lorna said, the leadership to get signed up. And, and I started attending within a month. And wow, it blew me away. And I knew that God had led me to this Bible study, and it was everything I didn't even know I needed and more. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone there, and I continued to come every week, you know, just soaking in that there were like-minded people there. Mm-hmm. We were all questioning what was happening around the world. And Lorna, you taught us how to go to God to get those answers. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And I've said this to you before, but you and this Bible study have changed my life. I've been a Christian for 23 years now, and none of the churches that I've attended taught me anything close to what you've taught me in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm so appreciative of you and your heart for teaching others. And I know that every single one of us in this Bible study matter to you. Mm-hmm. You want us to see, you want to see us doing what God has called us to do in this fight we are in of good versus evil. You have kingdom equipping skills like no one I've ever met. 
And because of you, I now know that I'm not crazy. <laughs> you are not crazy. I'm not crazy. I, I always felt there was something different about me, and I didn't know what it was. And now I know I'm not crazy. I know that I'm a seer and a prophet for the Lord. So thank you so much for answering mm-hmm. God's call in your life to do this. You're training up soldiers, warriors, and fighters for God's kingdom. Yeah. And as long yes. as you're teaching, I will be there to learn all that I can to help mm-hmm. further God's kingdom. Wow. Well, wow. Thank you. You're welcome. So I'd like to talk about how I joined Awaken Bible Study. The first Bible study I ever attended in here in Texas um, was at a Catholic church, and it was very fruitful. It was there that I was shown a new spiritual light and revelation on things I'd never seen before on my spiritual journey. I'm still connected with those leaders today. In fact, I was thirsty for what they had, and I asked them how I could receive the same training and experience they had in spiritual direction. This set me on a path of training to become a spiritual director, which involved people from all denominations. The common belief for all of us brought together was that we all believed in Jesus Christ. Yep. I was invited to my second women's Bible study by a colleague, which was far from my home, around the Irving area. But I really connected to this colleague of mine and thought, well, why not? It was an amazing Bible study. In fact, it was really difficult to leave the study. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, my husband and I felt we were ready to seek a new church, like we weren't being fed. That's not a fun place to be. No, it's not. Yeah. But there's hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. We researched and finally discovered what we thought fit our family's spiritual needs, and this was a non-denominational church. So after years attending this Bible study far from home, I attended church one Sunday, and a person I sat next to in church asked me if I was part of a small group or Bible study within our church. I responded, no, and that I was attending a wonderful Bible study in another city. She said, oh, girl, you got to get connected here in our church. <laughs> Why are you driving all the way out there? It's, it's about being connected here. I felt she was right because many times my other Bible study would talk about the sermons on Sunday or other events in the church that I had no idea about. Right. And even though my beautiful colleague friend would always try to keep me informed and invited to everything, I knew it was time for change. Mm-hmm. So I joined a Bible study in my church where I met Laura. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember sitting across from her and she would download a lot of biblical information, revelation, and talk about her dreams. She spoke encouraging words to me and over my life, which I'll never forget. Yeah. I chose to volunteer at my church during my intern training year to be a spiritual director. I met with a committee once a week. In one of these meetings, I heard another church member ranting over his <laughs> this women's Bible study his wife was attending. He was explaining how devoted they were to the Word and that they were prayer warriors. Mm. I interrupted the meeting and said, wait, who? (laughs) And where did they meet? He gave me his wife's phone number, and before I knew it, she called me and asked me to attend. The first day I attended, I saw Laura wave to me in the very large conference room. (laughs) Furthermore, his wife stood up and introduced me to welcome me. It was really nice. Yeah. I looked at the weekly study pack and thought, like I said before, whoa, (laughs) this means business. (laughs) I began slowly answering questions and realizing the depth of the biblical revelation I was being invited to into. So good, yeah. I was introduced to many Bible versions that I had never heard of that brought me even more revelation. Mm-hmm. I watched sermons and I was introduced to authors that all simultaneously 
wove together a tapestry of revelation on my spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. It is here that I also met Kathy. Hello. <laughs> we sat in the back of the room like penguin introverts <laughs> and eventually found our voices. We're we're quiet as mouse. <laughs> we were not going to speak. We just wanted to soak it in. Yes. <laughs> Laura definitely had her voice, and she used it, but she still sat in the back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so thankful that Lauren was obedient to God's call on writing this Bible study. I have not had time to get to know all the leaders, but I know that it is by God's goodness that our leaders who volunteer to organize this whole Bible study, Yes, and I'm so grateful for all of them. We Mm -hmm. appreciate all of them so much. They all are. They're all so good. You know, I've mentioned before, God called me to come to Him and spend time alone with Him in prayer back in 2000. So, over the 22 years, uh, I've matured and I've grown intimately close in my relationship with Him. And I attended many Bible studies during that time, but honestly, I found I was fed more physically than spiritually. (laughs) Don't don't get me wrong. I, I love people. I love meeting new people and having fellowship and gaining new friendships. But I was hungry for more than just a biblical overview of scriptures or another study over the same things I'd already digested year after year after year. Right. And I, I'd think to myself, tell me something I, don't, I already don't know, you know. <laughs> so for a couple of years, I began just listening to podcasts of sermons from pastors that I admired and gleaned from them. But I still desired to be a part of a study with people who were feeling the same way I was, who were hungry for more. I began just asking the Holy Spirit to lead me in the right direction. And then one day, out of the blue, a friend from a previous church sent me a text message asking if I wanted to come check out her Bible study. And I thought about it, and I prayed over it, and really felt impressed that I should go check it out. It was the Awakened Bible Study. And by the first visit, I knew this was something I needed to be a part of. So I, I was asked to complete a lesson when I got there, and they gave me, that they gave to each person, you know, when they first joined the Bible study. Yeah, right. Uh, just to see if it's a good fit for you or not. And as I read through the assignment and worked through the scriptures, I knew this was going to be a good study to commit myself to. And as we met together each week and shared our hearts as to what God was showing us, I, find, I felt I finally found the group that I'd been searching for. And I've been a part of Awaken now for about three years, and I'm going on my fourth year in two weeks. (laughs) And over the past three years, I've learned exponentially more than I have in the past 20 years of studies. Because, you know, of my upbringing, having a thorough understanding of the Logos Word, I desire to know and understand more of the Holy Spirit and of the Rhema of God. And I wasn't satisfied to stay with what I'd known all my life, and I wanted to be challenged. So God is, you know, way too big, and His knowledge is w- and ways are too vast for it to just be all about the Logos Word. This Bible study was just what I needed to move out of the, the old ways of thinking into the fullness of God, to receive the revelatory knowledge of God, and to learn to walk in the ways of God, like I mentioned before, the ways of Yahweh. So when I first joined, I asked someone, hey, where does Lorna get her material for teaching? And she said she gets everything from the direction of the Holy Spirit. He leads her every year as to what needs to be taught. And I smiled really big, and I thought, now that's my kind of teacher. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) I've been homeschooled by the Holy Spirit my whole Christian life, but it's really been nice to have that spiritual support of like-minded women who can lift you up in prayer when you're feeling weak and help you see things that you've not seen before and just join together as a unit to bring about the things of heaven to the earth as God's ecclesia. You know, that means the church. Right. 
And as um, we really should have been practicing this a long time ago. Um, but the way that Lorna has introduced us to, the, to understanding the ways of the Holy Spirit was the most perfect fit for me to help me move out of religious mindset and be able to receive and understand God's heart for his children to be able to function as the true bride of Christ. I mean, is this an easy Bible study? Nope. No. Is it easy to take the time each honest. day? to Right, we're just being honest. <laughs> to sit and dig and read through lots of scripture? No. But this is a study that requires a commitment to thoroughly understand the Word of God in contemplative study. And as the Holy Spirit opens your eyes and reveals His truth to your heart, you awaken to things that you may have never seen before. I know I have, and I love it. And it's totally worth it to invest your time and commit yourself to study because the only person who's going to benefit from being in the Word that much is you. And it's a total win-win in your relationship with God. Right. You know, I want to go back to what you were talking about there, where, where is the Bible study easy? No, mm-hmm. it's, it's not an easy Bible study, but it's not meant to be. Right. You know, I, I don't want to discourage anybody that doesn't, yeah. you know, it's not to discourage. It, it's just because it's so deep. Right. And it's so good. And it's so intimate. And mm-hmm. you learn who God is, mm-hmm. you know, so I, do, I don't want anybody to think, well, it's, you know, I don't want to do all the work. No, you, you, it's, it'll change your life. Once you start doing the work. It's, You'll get it. Right. And it, and it makes you hungry for more. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So I want to say this, Lorna, you've definitely made an impact in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I bet if we gathered every person that is a part of our Bible study now, each one of them would have wonderful words to say about your beautiful heart and your amazing teaching skills. God is really using you to help each of us find our true calling. We are blessed to know you. Yes. And we know God will continue to bless you and all that you do mm-hmm. and the leaders too. So to our listeners, if you would like to join our Bible study and allow God to bless you through Lorna, we encourage you to please find the study on MeWe. We would love to have you be a part of something that's truly amazing. All right, we're going to shift gears. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to move into talking about the Logos, the Logos, and the Rhema. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes, Lorna, can you tell us about Logos? And Rama Logos. Is it Logos? I, I don't know. One. Is it Logos or Logos? Logos. <laughs> right. So you know there there is a study note on the word Rama in my study Bible, the one that I use the most, and I think this will help kind of form it in your mind. So Logos is the message. Rama is the communication of the message. So in the reference to the the Bible, for, for example, Logos is the Bible in its entirety. Okay, but yeah. but Rama is a a verse from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the meaning of Rama, sorry, is a distinction to Logos. It's is illustrated perfectly in Ephesians six seventeen. So we all know this passage because it's the armor of God, mm-hmm, right? But right. verse seventeen says, "And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word." The Rhema of God. So, because when we look up that word, word from that verse, it's 4487 in the Greek, and that is the word Rhema. So, the reference is not to scripture as a whole, but that portion of scripture which it, the believer then turns and wields as their sword in a time of need. Mm-hmm, um, right. But for us to receive Rhema in a time of need, Logos has to be planted in our heart. Yeah. Okay. So, there's a quote, I don't remember who said this, but it's, I just have kept track of it. It says, 
If for no other reason, you should carefully study the Bible, Genesis to Revelation, in order to give Holy Spirit the material with which he needs to work with. That's good. Isn't that good? Mm -hmm. So good. So can you tell us where you learned about Logos and Rhema? You know, I, I heard these words used in different circles once we started attending, you know, that word church in the whole country, but yeah. I didn't necessarily understand the difference. You know, they I couldn't have told you. So Rhema was one of those things that I began hearing come from multiple places, how I explained to you guys that how God talks to me or gets my attention for mm-hmm. focus. So I heard the word rhema or I would heard a teaching on the word rhema or like I was reading the fourth dimension and there all of a sudden is this chapter on rhema you know so just all these different touch points right Mm -hmm. and so I began to all right Lord I'm going to start down this path until you tell me to do otherwise so just started researching what it meant wow and and through that digging is when I began to understand more clearly that difference between the two logos and rhema right so so when you received the word awaken, mm-hmm. that was a rhema word. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> All right. Now tell us why rhema is so important. Well, that's a great question yeah. and a very loaded one. So yeah. um, short version. Uh, rhema is a timely anointed. And that word anointed, I'm going to say means breathed on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a timely anointed breathed on word. From the Lord, right? Yes. That's yeah. awesome. So Matthew 4.4 4 is the scripture that God used to dis- solidify our focus of study this past year on Rhema. So like I told you, I was I was down that path, but I was like, okay, Lord, we're, it's it's game time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was the end of the summer and I'm like, are, are we going this well? You know, and so, you know, I was away and was having some prayer and just like, Lord, I really, I need you to confirm just one last bit here. And so I really felt in my spirit him say, I want you to read Matthew 4, 4. And I know Matthew 4 passage is when Jesus, you know, gets led by Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be Mm -hmm. tempted, you know, by the devil, right? So, but I went to the, my Bible and I opened it and it, verse 4 is Jesus specifically saying, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. All right. So, but if I take the highlights from that verse, for me, it's going to be man shall live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And that word, word there in verse four, when I look that up again mm-hmm. in the Greek, for it's 4487, it's Rhema. And mm-hmm. that day when he told me to look at that, I didn't know that. Wow. You know? Yeah, right? Wow. <laughs> See how he works with it me? Totally <laughs> saw the yeah. Yes. yeah. And so, a whole new way. Right. And so if I break that down, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every rhema that proceeds from the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. And if I go back to what we were saying a moment ago about rhema, man shall live by timely, anointed, breathed on words of God, right? So some little bit more background to get to that point is the word anointed or anointed word from scripture, you know, is, is what Christ is revealing to us. You know, the Lord is wanting us to see. So that word revealed or the word revelation, both the same root, it means discovered, uncovered, unveiled, exposed. So it was there all along. 
right? But Mm -hmm. it had to be uncovered to us or unveiled. We had to discover the true meat that was there for us. So, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes, as you guys know, um, I will answer a question with a question, (laughs) right? And so when I'm asked, why is Rhema so important? You know, I'm going to turn around and ask that a, a question. So have you ever, yourself or even one of our listeners, asked, you know, hey, I am standing on the word. I am declaring it. I'm decreeing God's promises, yes. his word. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's still not happening. Yes. It's not working. There's still no change. You know, I believed it, but it didn't come to pass, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But, if, but if we stop for a moment, all right, in we know this. We we know the word is the truth. Right. We know his promises or a lot of them, right? So we know scripture that says God cannot lie, Titus 1 2. We know the scripture says it's impossible for God to lie, Hebrews 6 18. All of his promises are yes and amen, 2 Corinthians 1 20. His word is forever settled. It's unchanging in heaven, Psalms 119.89. He does not alter the word that goes forth from his lips, Psalms 89.34. And his will is his word. Like one of my favorite passages is 1 John 5.14 and 15. And it says, you know, we can be confident that if we know his will. All right. Well, what is his will? His will is his word, mm-hmm. right? They're, mm-hmm. they're interchangeable. His word is his will. So if I can be confident that if, that if I know his will... That and I pray it, he hears me. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on to say, and I can be confident that if he hears me, then I have what I ask for. So we come back to that question. So if I'm, if I know his promise, if I know what his word says, but I'm still looking here and I'm going, it's not working. Why? And, it, and that's kind of loaded. There's a, a lot of truth that could come out of that. Mm-hmm, but right, that's true. Um. The question becomes, or, or the statement is, we know his promises. We may know his word, but here's the thing. We're, it's the Logos. We right. know it. Right. And that's, it's vital that right. we know it, mm-hmm. right? Okay. But what scripture did he breathe on that you know, that you know, that you know in your knower that he said, stand on this stand on mm-hmm. this one mm-hmm. this is your sword that mm-hmm. i want you to cut to pieces the snares and the traps and the schemes of the enemy mm-hmm. so, so good wow yeah, yeah. It is. so how do we receive or get rama <laughs> well i believe one key all right i'm no i can't say there's just one way you know right, right. but but one key it occurs, I believe, we see it in Romans ten seventeen, the verse you guys shared at the beginning. Right. Okay. Um, and it actually became the foundation it scripture sure for it this past year. Not yeah. intentionally. It just kind of evolved that way. But yeah. we know this. It says, faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word. Right. right? So what do we do in Bible study? We do a deep dive mm-hmm. and we dig and we do some word studies to reveal the truth, the unveiled, uncovered, exposed, Right. So in our study, when we took this scripture apart and we looked in the Greek and we put it alongside context that was surrounding it, we came away with a richer, you know, more insightful understanding of what it's telling us, right? So for the sake of time here today, (laughs) we're going to cut to the chase and I'll just jump to 
an expanded version that comes into view after we do a word study. So we know Brenian Study Bible says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. That word, word, once again, when I look it up, it's 4487. So it's one of the 70 times that Rhema is used in the Bible. Mm. And it says faith comes by hearing, hearing comes by the Rhema of Christ. And that Rhema, number 4487, this is actually what it says if we go look it up in the lexicon and study strongs it says a spoken word what kind of word spoken 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 word not a written word a spoken word made by the living voice the portion so not the entire thing Mm -hmm. the portion the believer receives in a time of need and then it goes on to say the sword the spirit of the spirit right Mm -hmm. so faith comes by hearing and and hearing by the The rhema rhema of Christ. christ So deep. Yeah. So and good. So here's this expanded. If we took all of those words apart, and we really wanted to know what Romans ten seventeen says, listen to this. Faith, God's divine persuasion, is birthed within us by God from an inner spiritual hearing, and an inner spiritual hearing comes from an anointed utterance, the living voice of Christ. Wow. Wow. That's so good. That is so good. That's so good. So how important is it that we wait to get a rhema word from God before we act on the things uh, we feel called to do? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Good question. It is a great question. And, you know, uh, Dr. David Cho's book, you know, I referred to it earlier, the fourth dimension, the chapter that he had mm-hmm. on Rhema. <laughs> There's a portion that I, I'm just going to read it because you can't mm-hmm. improve on this. This right. is yeah. this answers that question. So Dr. Cho says, <laughs> Rhema is produced out of Logos. You must listen to the word of God and you may study the Bible. You can go over it and over it. Right, But only when Holy Spirit comes and quickens a scripture or scriptures to your heart, burning them in your soul and letting you know that they apply directly to your specific situation, does Logos become Rhema. Mm. Wow. That is so good. He goes on to say, Logos is given to everybody. I love that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. We have access to Logos, Mm -hmm. right? We do. It's words, the Bible, yeah. It is given to all so that they may gain knowledge about God. But rhema is not given to everyone. Rhema is given to that specific person who was waiting upon the Lord until Holy Spirit quickens Logos into rhema. Mm -hmm. If you never have time to wait upon the Lord, then the Lord can never come and quicken the needed scripture to your heart. Yes. So not waiting upon the Lord to receive rhema means they cannot receive faith. Such a key here. Mm -hmm. Okay, Cannot receive the faith they need for the solution to that problem. Mm -hmm. Because remember what we said earlier, Romans 10, 17 says, faith is birthed from that inner spiritual hearing, that rhema. So faith comes from that rhema, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. All right. Why do you think this hasn't been taught more in our churches? (laughs) I know it's a good question. <laughs> I'm not sure I can answer that one. I, I, I sure there are many different pieces of that puzzle that could bring us, you know, some answer, maybe yeah. some clarification. I, I'm just me, you know. I think most of it has to do with the Western ideal of church, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the participant. Mm-hmm. Is, they come, they sit, they get fed, they leave, they go back to life, repeat. repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the next week, the yeah. next Sunday. Yeah, you know our culture is greatly influenced. Um, I'm meaning the Western culture mm-hmm. is greatly influenced by Greek mindset and and what the Greek considered paramount and the most important was knowledge, right. knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So in and honestly, the way much I'm not going to say all, but much of the Western church is set up, um, there's there's not a lot of call and demand that that participant dig in for themselves right right? um and to actually muse the word to wait on it and ponder and see what it's really saying Mm -hmm. uh, what god is saying through that word there's so many time constraints put on most church services right you know Mm -hmm. that doesn't allow for anything but microwave right Mm -hmm. get in get out check check church off this week so you know and we also have a huge misconception of what church is you know we've turned it into a building and a meeting place and that's never what jesus meant jesus talked about the church is the ecclesia Mm -hmm. right and so it's a lot of things you know and sadly in the western church (laughs) Mm -hmm. we have elevated traditions of man and made that our guideposts sometimes far are more than the word of mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So that's good. But yeah. It's got to change. Unfortunately, it's change. yeah, it's it good. is changing. That's fortunate. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> the ecclesia is awakening. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So, can you give examples of people in the Bible where they received a rhema word from God? Yeah, I think Paul. To me, Paul is a great example, right? Because Paul, once Saul, once he had his experience, his encounter with the Lord, right? His mission became to spread the gospel. Right. He he truly went after Mark 16, 15, mm-hmm. <laughs> go into all the world and preach the gospel to every nation, right? So that was the, that was the command, right. right? So that was the Logos. But we also read, though, in Acts 16, when, when Paul was ready to preach to the gospel in Asia, which would be assignment of Mark 16, 15, mm-hmm. God, Acts 16, 6 says, God told him no. Okay? So what God had said, I love this, what God had said appeared to be in conflict with what he was saying. Okay? Wow. So then we talk about Paul then prepared to go on, and again, God said no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it wasn't until Paul had a dream of a man calling out to him from Macedonia. Mm-hmm. You guys know that story. Right. And that that was recognized as an inner hearing. That was Rhema mm-hmm. that came to him, that dream. Right. Right. And as the will of God. And so he acted upon it. Yes. So um so even though we know the will of God from scripture, we still need Holy Spirit to help us with the interpretation, the application, the empowerment, and especially the timing. Mm-hmm. Too, you know, I think of Joseph and Mary, you know, and Joseph had every legal right to divorce Mary because she was pregnant Good. and they weren't yes. married yet. Yeah. But God spoke to him in a dream and said, don't divorce her. <laughs> and then, you know, later on, he had another dream. Go to Egypt because <laughs> yeah. they're, you know, so those were Rama timely words yeah. to move right now. <laughs> I need you to move right now. <laughs> Yeah, and save this baby. So, so good, <laughs> even so. though it doesn't make sense in the natural right. at all. You think what? Right, right. Yeah. But you know, we, and again, by faith, faith trust. yeah, and trust and faith in the Lord that He's going to give a timely word when He says it. You just obey it. 
Yeah. Amen. You know? Such good. So good. So how are faith and Rhema related? <laughs> I just oh talked about this a little bit. Kind of yeah. just little, mentioned it a little bit, yeah. but you know, just highlight it. So this is, you know, my understanding thus far. I always like to say, thus far, this is where I'm at. So <laughs> right. Um, so faith, and after a word study of that faith, God's divine persuasion is birthed by God, mm-hmm. right, within us from a rhema. Mm-hmm. Okay, so without rhema. Faith cannot be birthed within us. That's good. Now, don't let that contradict, you know, in what you go, oh, but because we do know Romans 12, 3 says we are all given the measure of faith. Right. Mm-hmm. We are, right? But growing and developing and maturing our faith is our responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a very individualized process of studying Logos, right? It, and it depends on Rhema being mm-hmm. revealed to us. So, right. Yes. Yeah. That's good. All right. Do you have a personal example of when you experienced Rhema in your life? Oh, yes. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) So um, back years ago. So pretty soon after we left the denominational denominational church and began attending the word church that I shared about, you know, the hungry. I was so Mm -hmm. hungry. I was listening to sermons from teachers and preachers that were suggested, and my spirit and soul were just parched, so parched that I almost couldn't get enough. And so uh, more Logos was going in during those few years, probably more than (laughs) in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, But one day, I can remember again, I can remember where I was, I can remember what was on, you know, TV, everything, just so vivid. And I was listening to a sermon on TV by Creflo Dollar. Um, I think it was on authority, best I can remember. But he was sharing the Logos of Genesis 1. And most of it, I might have probably been able to paraphrase, right? But, But he got to the part where he highlighted or emphasize two little words in Genesis one twenty six, And so I'm just going to read it for us and point those out. So then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them, <laughs> there it is. Those, the Those words. two words. Two words. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth on earth. And so at that moment there was just this this light bulb i mean yes it was logos but it came alive to me because i could literally in my imagination visualize god having this conversation counsel of god and you know the, the holy spirit and jesus all right there and him saying okay we're gonna i'm gonna make man and our image and our likeness and all this but then i see his finger point to man and say, but let them mm-hmm. have dominion. He wasn't saying, let us have it. He mm-hmm. was saying, let them, them have dominion. And that was, I saw it. It was mm-hmm. revelation. I mean, that point, that is a literal example of God birthing his divine persuasion. It was his thought, his ways, but he was birthing them in me. And it was his intent that mankind me Mm -hmm. (laughs) was to have dominion and you know he's never changed his mind from that Mm -hmm. you know um that that was a foundational point that the lord just began building on over the next few years you know that everything else launched from that point that it shifted my understanding from being victim to victor from being overcome to being an overcomer Mm -hmm. so it was it wasn't i didn't grasp everything in that one moment but it was definitely 
the starting point of huge things, huge transformations in my thinking. I kept seeing when you said God spotlighted those two words, I thought, just like your example, the vision you had of the women in the Bible study, he showed you spotlights over their head. Mm -hmm. It's like, again, it's almost like a visual rhema that he gave you. Very good. You know? Yeah, Laura, that's awesome. But it's, again, he spotlights words, people, places, Mm -hmm. times, you know? Yes. So So good. So very good. Mm. Okay, I'd like to give my example of receiving receiving Rama word from God. Mm-hmm. So I received a call from my niece, who's very special to me, who went into labor to have her baby early. She was two weeks early from her due date, and she lives in the middle of nowhere in upstate New York. <laughs> in fact, she and her hubby bought the farm that my husband and I owned and that I've talked about in previous podcasts. I was meant to meet Kathy and Laura for one of our podcast meetings. I texted them saying I had to go to New York. I got on the earliest flight I could. That flight was delayed. Therefore, I couldn't make my connection. Such a mess. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We won't say what airline. (laughs) Good move. (laughs) The, The airline provided a hotel room, and I had to wait around until 5 p.m. the next day to fly out. The baby would arrive before I would be able to get to the hospital. The next day, I got on my first flight and sat with two wonderful ladies. However, I was wedged in the middle seat, which I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) It's not comfortable for me. No. And my husband somehow always organizes an aisle seat for me. Good guy. Yes, he is. (laughs) I was chatting with these women, and they started working on finding me an aisle seat immediately. That's so nice. It is. When the door shut to the plane, the flight attendant mentioned she found a seat right next to the women that I was sitting next to. Mm-hmm. I was relieved and thankful for the sisterhood I felt from those ladies. I took out my book to read The Fourth Dimension by Dr. Cho and began. Talked about that a couple times. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a good book. It is good. And I began reading about his revelations. I chatted a little with the very kind woman next to me. She was seated with her 16 year old son. And her hubby was in the back of the plane. I told her where I was traveling to and why, as well as some background information about my family and the last couple of years' journey, which has been rather difficult. I was a little stressed to travel back to our home that we had to sell. I wasn't ready to go down memory lane and be exposed to some of the memories from my past. However, my focus was on why I was returning, which was a new, very special birth. Yeah. The lady sitting next to me said, can I ask you a question? And I said, sure. She said, do you feel like you've had to go to war a lot lately in spiritual warfare against the enemy? And I answered, yes, like every day, (laughs) all day. day. (laughs) (laughs) This kind, gentle woman asked me if she could pray over me. I said, absolutely. She then asked me if I heard about the 23rd Psalm. And I said, I pray it daily and that it got me through many difficult times. It was even taped to my bathroom mirror until I memorized it. She said, I just want you to know that this visit to your hometown is going to be pivotal for you. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing the verse, Rhema. He he Mm -hmm. prepareth a table before me in the presence of my enemies. She also said, I feel that you're going to be released from your past and that you're going to find a freedom you've never known. It's beautiful. She spoke to me saying, Mm -hmm. I would receive revelation from God about starting to fulfill my calling that God has chosen me for, and I would step into that and no longer be held down by my past. Mm -hmm. And that this new birth of my new special nephew was like Mm -hmm. new life in our family. 
and generational bondage being broken off and a new Mm -hmm. spiritual breakthrough coming through our family heritage. I wiped the tears from my face and I was in awe. Everything she spoke to me was right on point. She quietly went back to reading her book and I (laughs) stayed there weeping. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) She never made any of this about herself. She was just being obedient to God by praying over me and speaking life into me. I will be forever changed by that divine appointment, and I still can't stop thinking about it. It almost feels like it was one of the most edifying moments on my spiritual journey, and I felt deeply in tune with God every minute of my visit. Such he an did. encouraging word. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And he it, knew exactly it, what you needed. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Right at that time. It yeah. strengthened that you. It did. You know? Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to say something yeah. real quick. So, because I don't want people or the listeners to misunderstand that Rhema can only come from the written scriptures, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think you're hearing us say that, but because those examples have been given and there was a scripture, there was Logos on your mirror, you know, Mm -hmm. that you were working on memorizing that Logos, right? Yeah. But the Lord told her to speak into you Mm -hmm. and breathe on that word and it became Rhema. You know, Mm -hmm. and so, and and like you said, Laura, Rhema can come from a dream. Mm -hmm. And Kathy, you said that too. So I just want to make sure people understand that. Yes, it's the Lord speaking, but He speaks in different ways. Right, right. And it will always agree with Scripture. It won't ever contradict Scripture. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I just just feel like we should clarify that. That's good. Again, clarification. You had it on your mirror. Yes. But she shined a spotlight on it. Yeah, the Holy Spirit speaking through her. Right. You know? Yeah. Again, I just keep seeing the spotlights. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, I've received a lot of, of rhema words from God, uh, but one of the most memorable words that's become a great spiritual marker in my life was when God came to me in my prayer time one morning, and He gave me a vision, and He spoke to me, and He told me I was going to write a book. Now, He gave me a vision of the front cover of the book. I saw the title of the book. He spoke to me when I had questions regarding the book. He answered me right away. It was a wonderful encounter with God, just a conversation, one-on-one with God, back and forth, like God and Moses, you know. And I say God because I'm not sure if it was Jesus himself visiting me or the Holy Spirit, but the room was filled with light and like saturated with light, and I was filled with his light, and I felt like I was filled to capacity with his spirit. And he just kept pouring and pouring into me. Like I could see myself like a cup that was being filled over and over, just overflowing it over and over, and I couldn't catch it all. Yeah. You know? And I was blown away. But at the same time, I was filled with his purpose for my life. And for the first time in my life, I knew what I was put on this earth to do. I'd never, ever even entertained the thought of writing a book, I'd never had a desire to write. But now I had a direct word from God's own mouth as to what I needed to be pursuing and the goal I needed to work towards. And I'll be honest, I received this rhema word 19 years ago, and it's taken a long time to get here, but you can't write about what you don't understand. Or you don't know. What you don't know, right? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, after all these years, I've never quite knew what the contents of the book was about. I'd always think, why? I've seen the cover. I know the title. (laughs) What's inside the book, you know? (laughs) And I just continued on my spiritual journey, you know, uh, just personal pursuing the Lord and staying faithful to the Lord, um, going to Him each morning in prayer, and just uh, learning what it means to have an intimate relationship with God. So important. Yeah. And it wasn't until I joined the Awaken Bible Study that, you know, 
Lorna, inspired by the Holy Spirit, told us uh, at that time to get a journal and sit with God, the Father, and ask Him what's on His heart each day. And so I did just that, and um, that was in October of 2020. And I've been going to God each morning and writing, you know, spending my prayer time with Him and simply asking God, you know, what's on His heart each day. And I've received daily words spoken to me, rhema words, every day. Mm -hmm. I'm honored, I'm blessed to hear His voice so clearly. And He told me one day that I was His, I was anointed to be His scribe. And I believe, you know, it's this journey of intimacy that he's had me on all these years and then receiving his daily words that it's that's what the contents of the book, you know, is that he wants me to write about. You know, it's been tough to stay strong in what God spoke to me, and I never would have even pursued it unless he spoke it to me. But that just shows you how important it is to receive a rhema word from God because yeah. it gives you the strength to keep going right, mm-hmm. and not budge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, I'll share a Raymond story too, and it's about my first book. You know, and I was lying in bed, and we were talking about having a dream. I was lying in bed one night, and God woke me up and told me I was going to write a book. And He gave me the name of the book, which is called Standing on Faith Together. And this is when I was in one of the deep, the most deepest, most desperate times of my life. We had lost our business while living in our dream home. I didn't know how we were going to survive. And I was living on the scripture, talking about scripture. During that time, it was Hebrews 11, 1, that faith is being sure what we hope for and certainly what we do not see. I didn't know how we were going to survive. You know, he asked me to write a, a book about faith during the most desperate time of my life. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, it was it was very hard. I'll just I'll put it there. Um, and during that night, you know, all night long, he gave me the title to each one of the chapters. I wrote all of it down. I didn't even understand what any of it meant. I just wrote it because he told me to do it. Mm-hmm. And I lay there all night until morning trying to process what had just happened to me. And, you know, I was, you know, excited, nervous, scared. But I talked to my family about it. And they thought I was crazy. They're like, yeah, God doesn't wake you up and speak to you like that. I'm like, well, he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did me. <laughs> you know, but even though they didn't understand it, it, it didn't stop me. And it took me about a year and a half to finally get it all on paper. And God birthed it. So I knew I couldn't stop until it was complete. So I wrote about faith. I wrote a book about faith at a time when the only way me and my family could survive was by having complete faith, total faith in God, you know. Mm-hmm. And he carried us through one of the hardest times of my life. I never understood what Logos or Rhema were until this past year when Lorna taught about it in our Bible study. And she had us dig deep to really wrap our hearts and minds around it. And I'm so so thankful for that because it changed my whole perspective on the Bible, mm-hmm. God's Word. It has new meaning for me. And I don't think I will ever stop finding treasure in His Word. Our God is just so amazing. He is. The way He does things, mm-hmm. the way He speaks to us, He guides us, He shows us, He leads us. Ah, he calms He's good. us. Yes. All right. Well, good episode today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, Lorna. Thank you. It's time to close. Yeah. And we just want to say a big thank you to Lorna again for being our guest today. Thank you for all the hard work and long hours you put into creating the most amazing Bible study ever. Yes. We love you so much and you mean the world to us. And I encourage anyone that's listening to, please join us. Please join our Bible study. It starts next week. And if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, you can join us on Wednesdays from 11.15 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. And if you can't join us in person, that's okay. It doesn't really matter where you live. You can join us from Zoom, and I promise you it will change your life. And just a quick reminder, if you would like to join 
sign up for the MeWe app and search for Awaken to Live and uh, send a request to join. One of the leaders there will get back to you. And if you have any issues uh, trying to, you know, sign up for MeWe, or if you have any questions, you can email us again at puretruthpodcast3, that's the number three, at gmail.com. And next week, we'll have another guest. We're excited. Her name is Rhonda Simon. She's also a part of our Bible study. and She's actually one of the leaders there. And she knows Lorna really well. And I'll let Rhonda share their relationship with all of you. And Rhonda's going to be talking to us about the Jewish fall feasts and festivals. Timely word. Yes, very much so. And I just want to close with this scripture. It's from Ephesians 1, 17 through 23. I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation, to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling, that is, the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power that was released with when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And now he is exalted as first above every ruler, authority, government, and realm of power in existence. He is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised, not only in this age, but in the age that is coming. And he alone is the leader and the source of everything needed in the church. God has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus Christ and has given him the highest rank above all others. And now we, his church, are his body on the earth and that which fills him who is being filled by it. That's a <laughs> I have long to verse. say that slowly. <laughs> there's another one. Ephesians 2, 6 says, He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. Amen. I remember that verse so well because uh, Lorna made us memorize it. She made us memorize it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Now that y'all got to memorize it. We got, <laughs> yes, we had the opportunity and the blessing to memorize it. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, said it the wrong way. <laughs> we know you are. All right, today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. We appreciate all you do for us, Caitlin. And we also want to reference the, the book that we've mentioned several times. It's The Fourth Dimension, written by Dr. David Yonggi. Cho, and it has so much valuable information in it that will enlighten you in so many ways. Mm -hmm. Yes, and before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. And we just want to thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. And we would love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3, that's the number three, at gmail.com. Yes, and please visit our websites. That's kathyzaka.com, chosentowrite.com, and susanoffin.com. And we hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may His face shine upon you and give you His peace. Until next time, Susan, Laura, and Kathy. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? 
Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electricast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Electricast. Electricast.